Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Morning on BetMGM Game Day, but today... Pleased to be joining uh, my friends Ed Egros and Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Osborne of Covers.com joins us to take a look at, wow, we're at week 13 already. We were just talking about this during the break, Joe. Wait, is week, where did the season go? We look up, it's tomorrow's December 1st. We got six weeks of the season left and man, uh, it's arrived and here we are Thursday night, maybe this might be one of the few occasions where the Thursday night game could be one of the better games of the weekend. Cowboys hosting the Seahawks, but we were talking about it earlier. Big spread, nine, nine and a half now. Um, and Dallas is rolling five and one over the last six games as where the Seahawks, they've struggled. They kind of stumbled and, and yeah. fallen, especially as Geno Smith goes. So goes the Seattle offense, three and four the last seven games. Um, how do you handicap this one, and, and what are some of your favorite angles for Thursday night football? I am taking all my eggs and putting them directly in the basket of the Dallas Cowboys here tonight. So there's a couple different ways I like to play them. First of all, I'm going to take them to cover the first half spread minus six and a half. So they've been fantastic in this spot this season. Uh, nine and two ATS in the first half overall, but especially at home. Five and zero oh against the spread in the first half at home. They have a plus 19 first half point margin, guys. It's absolutely ridiculous. They're averaging 25.4 first half points, only allowing 6.4. I think Seattle's going to have a lot of trouble extending drives in this game. They are awful on third down, 29th in third down offense. They're taking on a Cowboys defense that's second on third down. So they're fantastic in that spot. Uh, the, The offensive line not providing great protection there for Geno Smith. So I think uh, Cowboys' defense is going to make things very uncomfortable for him. So that's one way I'm going to play them. I'm also going to take the over on the Cowboys' team total of 28 and a half. So the Cowboys and my Miami Dolphins, they get a reputation. They get picked on. They say, you know, when you go up against a good team, you can't beat them. Well, Seattle, we're seeing a real version of that as well, specifically with their defense. They're getting lit up whenever they play a good offense this season. Uh 31 or more points allowed to the Lions, Ravens, and 49ers. Even the Panthers got to 27 against them earlier in the season. So this isn't really a a good defense. Meanwhile, look at what Dallas is doing at home. This has got to be historic. So they're averaging 41 points per game at home. They've gone over this number of 28 and a half in all five of their home games. Uh, They've gotten into the 40s three separate times at home. And the Dow or Seattle's defense struggles in two key areas. They are awful on both third down and in the red zone. So I think uh, the Cowboys will be able to extend drives. And when they get in close, touchdowns, not field goals. 
it's interesting when I'm looking at the anytime touchdown market here that the Dallas defense is plus 188. And probably one of the reasons why it's so short is because of what Deron Bland has done, setting the NFL record for most pick sixes in a season. We still have several weeks left. Not necessarily saying that's a good bet, but I am curious, though, with the mistakes that the Seahawks will probably make against this Cowboys defense and the short fields that the Cowboys will probably have. Who are you eyeballing as far as possible anytime touchdowns here? Uh, maybe the defense makes sense, uh, but CeeDee Lamb, that number seems really short to me. Maybe there's someone else sort of on the back end of these skill position players who you might like. Yeah, I would take a look at Tony Pollard. Uh, Seattle's defense is especially bad at defending running backs in the pass game. They're allowing the six most uh, receiving yards to running backs this season. Pollard is a guy who is quite active. Obviously, he's their leading rusher. But he's getting quite a few targets here as well, five or more in five of his last seven games. Uh, and like I said, Seattle is awful in the red zone, so maybe we see some dump-offs to him if they get in close. So I think Pollard's going to have a couple opportunities to score tonight. So, yeah, I think he's a good look here for sure. Speaking of good looks, we're going to go over our contest picks later in the show. But I know that uh, another side that you like is Dolphins minus nine and a half uh, against the Commanders and this awful pass protection that Washington has against this Dolphins offense. I think it's going to be a big problem. What do you like in this matchup? Yeah, let's not sugarcoat it here, guys. Uh, I, I like the Dolphins minus nine and a half. And the reason I like it is the Dolphins offense versus the commander's defense. This is one of the biggest mismatches in the NFL. We might see a repeat of what we saw last week when the commanders went in and played the Dallas Cowboys, who also have a fantastic offense. So this is a matchup between the Dolphins, who are second in scoring, versus the commanders, who are dead last in points allowed. Uh, this Miami defense really coming around they're looking they might be better than miami's offense now just 57 points allowed over their last four games uh commander's defense by the way they've allowed 29 or more points in three straight uh miami doing a great job at pressuring the quarterback they are fifth in pressure percentage commanders have allowed the second most sacks and miami is not a team that plays down to the competition sometimes you got to worry about that right but they haven't been taking their foot off the gas in this situation. They beat the Giants by 15, the Panthers by 21, Patriots by 14. They beat the Jets by 21 last week. So, yeah, I like the Dolphins to, uh, to pad their stats, put up some big numbers here and cover that number in Washington. Joined by Joe Osborne, Covers.com here on BetQL Daily. We were talking Jets earlier, Joe, because the big news around the NFL yesterday, obviously Aaron Rodgers returning to practice. Um, but the Jets – Short home dogs this week to the five and six Falcons. And when talking about whether Rodgers comes back or not, we looked at the next few weeks and what they have to do to set themselves up to be in a position where, as Aaron Rodgers has said, hey, we've got to be, we've got to still be in it if I'm going to come back and play at some point this season. They would have to win two of their next three. This would seem to be, if they're able to pull it off, maybe one of those spots where they could do it. Like I said, at home against a Falcons team that has been wildly up and down, uh, not just at the quarterback position, but really all over. So how do you handicap the Jets as, again, short home dogs this week against Atlanta? Yeah, I don't know if they're going to win this one, if they're going to cover the spread, but uh, their offense is actually getting worse, guys. So I'm going to take the under on their team total of 16 and a half. It's a low number. I don't think it's low enough, though. They're averaging just 10 points per game. 
over their last five games. Their offense has scored three touchdowns in these five games. Shockingly, Tim Boyle is not the answer at quarterback. I don't think anyone can be the answer at quarterback behind that awful no. offensive line. Uh, and they are just got awful in two key areas. They are worst in the NFL uh, in third down offense and red zone offense. Uh, just completely atrocious. And those are two strengths for the Falcons defense. They're in the top six in both uh, third down defense, red zone defense. They're pretty good at pressuring the quarterback here as well. So, yeah, I would be sh- they're not going to score more than one touchdown in this game. Maybe they kick a couple of field goals here as well. But, yeah, I'll take the under on their team total of 16 and a half. Game of the week, 49ers and Eagles. This number has moved around a little bit at the start of the week. Currently at BetMGM, it's holding steady at 49ers minus three. Is there a good time to pounce on a number that you are expecting it to either land on or at least touch at some point this week? Uh, I I just like the Eagles here as an underdog. Obviously, if you could have got them at that three, that would have been the time to jump on it. I don't know if we're going to see that again, but I love them as an underdog, and I I expect them to win this game outright. Now, a big knock on the Eagles is uh, you look at their statistics, and they're statistically they're not as good as the other top teams in the league, but they're such just such an extremely clutch team. They keep themselves in these games or they're going to be in a position to win towards the end of these games. They're fantastic on third down, best in the league. That tush-push, it cannot be stopped. Everyone knows it's coming. And I don't think there's a team in the league that's going to go into Philadelphia and beat the Eagles outright. And I know they've had a tough schedule here. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Bills. People might think they're going to take their foot off the gas. I don't think that's going to be the case for this game. There's a lot of trash talk leading up to it. So uh, they're going to be edgy coming into this game. And uh, I expect them to win it outright, but I'll play it a little bit safer. I'll take them to cover the uh, short spread there at plus two and a half. Speaking of the Chiefs, they are six-point favorites at the Packers. I'm curious your thoughts on this matchup because there's a trend here. We all know the Chiefs have been struggling in the second half. Do you see that trend continuing this week? Yeah, this has made my favorite spot to bet all season long. It's a weird bet, but uh, the Chiefs' second half under, it has hit in every single one of their games this season. It's gone 11-0 if you take the under in the second half. Other games, uh, it's quite shocking. They're 31st in second-half scoring. The Jets are averaging more second-half points than the Kansas City Chiefs here. Um, So this one has a total 20.5 for the second half versus the Packers. You know, I'd prefer to get that on the other side of 21. But uh, Chiefs' second half this season, they're only averaging 14.7 points. So I'll play it again. Uh, It's a trend that keeps on giving. So hopefully that will continue here in Week 13. Let me turn to the NBA quickly, Joe. Uh, Joe Osborne, Covers.com, joining us here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Um, we saw Phoenix's seven-game winning streak snapped last night in Toronto. Uh, we saw both Jokic and Murray come back for the Nuggets, and Denver look like Denver. Pretty dominant win for them as they led by a wide margin throughout. We saw the Pelicans take advantage of no Joel Embiid uh, down in New Orleans. CJ McCollum came back and looked really good, too. Uh, a nice night for Zion as well. A big one out west tonight. The The Warriors are hosting 
the Clippers. Handicap this one for me. It's the first of a of a home and home here this weekend between the Clips and the Warriors. Yeah, I like the Clippers plus five. I think it's too many points. Yeah, the, the Warriors probably should be favored here at home. They are traditionally much better on their home court. But you take a look at these teams over the, the past couple of weeks, over the last 10 games for each of them, uh, the Warriors are shooting it a little bit better, but that's about it. Uh, they're playing very sloppy basketball right now. They're allowing a lot of free throws. The Clippers are a team that gets to the free throw line quite a bit. They're playing much better defense than the Warriors right now. And they're starting to figure it out and put the pieces together since James Harden joined the team. Obviously, that got off to an awful start. But here they are at 5-2 and two in their last seven. Uh, some quality wins in there as well. They beat the Kings. They beat the Mavs. They beat the Rockets, who are shockingly a good team this season. Meanwhile, look at Golden State. They're 2-8. and eight. In their last 10 games, they have wins versus the Spurs. We won't give them a big pat on the back for that. And they did beat the Rockets by, I think it was five points. But against quality teams in that spin, they've lost to the Cavs. They lost to the Nuggets. They lost to the T-Wolves twice. They lost to the Thunder twice. They lost to the Suns and they lost to the Kings. So they're not hanging with good teams. It's starting to look like that championship window. Uh, it's getting pretty close to being shut there for Golden State. So... They might win outright, but I think it's going to be a tight game. So I think uh, the Clippers plus five is a safe bet there. As far as uh, some of the bigger surprises of this early NBA season, uh, certainly the Orlando Magic uh, with all that young talent uh, certainly is one. Maybe the Timberwolves might be another one. Certainly a team that we thought, okay, you know, they might be all right, you know, make the playoffs, all that stuff. 13 and four to start the season. Now they're hosting the Utah Jazz really struggling on the road uh the jazz happen to be timberwolves laying 10 and a half here with a total of 221 and a half and he plays on this one knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling meeting new friends or just even to master a new skill but it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes that's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, no, nothing for that game, man. When, when you see these these big spreads, I do like to uh, lean more towards the underdog, but you obviously need more stats to back it up. And digging into that one, there was nothing that really popped out to me 
in that game. Uh, the T-Wolves are absolutely flying. You know, you have a guy like Rudy Gobert that people like to pick on a little bit, and he does bring some of that on to himself, obviously. But you can't knock how, how they're playing. Who knows if that will translate over to the playoffs here. But, yeah, they should win this one. But, man, that that is a lot of points. So uh, I'll be steering clear of that game. Yeah, Rudy Gobert is actually playing better than he did last year. I'm just curious also, like, the Orlando Magic on an eight-game winning streak? You know, second in the East, is this kind of, like, cute story, but you can't keep it up? Or what's sort of your overall thoughts on what Orlando is doing right now? No, I, I think they're a playoff team. You know, it, it's kind of like a same version of uh, the OKC Thunder. They've been picking at or near the top of the draft for about, what, half a decade, six, seven years now. <laughs> so, it, you know, they're they're hitting on some of these guys. And, you know, they don't have any players on their team who's a, a top 10 player in the NBA by any means. But they have a lot of good players. And they got good coaching. Mm-hmm. And they're bringing it all together to form a good team here. Uh, so yeah, Orlando, it is a good story. I do think it will continue. Uh, you're not going to see a whole lot more value on them betting wise, you know, they're 18 games into their season right now. So, uh, you're not going to be able to get them as, as a big dog very often anymore, but yeah, I, I do think they're a good team. Uh, you look at some of these teams though, the Detroit Pistons two and 16, I didn't expect them to be a playoff team, but I thought they'd be a little bit better than that. You know, they bring in a new coach. They've had some good drafts here, but uh, yeah, they absolutely stink. But uh, it's been a fun season. I think the in-season tournament uh, has been a pretty good addition. Gave the the, uh, season a little bit of juice here so far. Great stuff, Joe. Joe Osborne, Covers.com. He gave you some of those wonderful trends for Week 13 around the NFL. He's got more waiting for you on the Steelers, Lions, and Titans as well at Covers.com. Coming up next... We take a look at some survivor plays alongside Ed and Aaron. Chris Mack in for Joe on BetQL Daily.